0: final
1: Welcome back to Fantasy Insanity. I am your, I guess, guest today, John Bosch. Uh, Dynasty Happer Hour loses another Tim from their podcast. They just can't keep Tim's. No, just kidding. But he is temporarily helping me out. So, Tim Keller, thanks for joining me to talk about some NFL playoff fantasy football.
0: Uh, It's my pleasure. Um, As John mentioned, I'm the new captain. This is now my ship. I've taken things over uh john's gonna come along for the ride today and i have some questions for him today so it's he's gonna wear the other shoe and we're gonna have a little bit of fun here and and what he has set up today guys is john has three different style of nfl playoff fantasy football leagues and i think each one of these are very intriguing in their own right and we're gonna go into all three of these and we'll um discuss them a little bit more and then of course Like John likes to do at the end of each episode, he likes to hit his guests with a couple non-football-related questions, and I have a couple of those for him. So, Uh, John, let's get right into that first one here. Um, That first one being what I like to call the set-it-and-forget-it league. Uh, It looks like, from what you sent me, it's two QB, three running back, three wide receivers, two tight ends, a defense, and a flex. One player from each NFL team, so... Let's let's talk about this.
1: Yeah, this was the first kind of playoff uh, fantasy football I ever did. Uh, it was a few years ago, back when the Bengals were making the playoffs every single year, but losing every single year in the first round. So the I, I found myself not really enjoying the rest of the playoffs. So there was some guy that was running, you know, uh, a fantasy playoff challenge, and I'd never seen anything like them. So. I jumped in it. Uh, he did have kickers, so I I set mine up a little bit differently because I hate kickers. Um, but yeah, I mean, basically, this is a this is the easiest way that that I've found uh, to play fantasy football in the playoffs. You get to pick one player from each NFL team, so everybody's going to have one player in every from every team. Everybody's going to have two players in every game, so you know everybody's going to have four players on buy in the first week. And when you get to the Super Bowl, everybody's going to have two players left. So it really, a lot of times it comes down to what two players you end up having in the Super Bowl, Uh, you know, because as your best players get eliminated, you lose all those potential points. So it's like you said, it's set it and forget it. You fill out your roster one time and then you move on. Your roster doesn't change. It's, It's super easy and it makes for, you know, a lot more fun while you're watching playoff games if fantasy football is one of the reasons you might be interested in the NFL.
0: Okay. Now you've mentioned you've played this style before, and I know that these are set up in the supremacy leagues that you run. So what, what strategy have you found that may, may, give, give us the secrets? You got you to let these out now.
1: All right. So uh, since, since Tim, Tim is a, uh, a league mate in my future Supremacy League, which, yeah, I guess I should I guess I guess should say a little bit uh, about all three of these are part of the playoff format of my Empire League, and then next year they will be part of my Supremacy League. So all three of these end up being umbrellaed under one big, like, playoff pillar to that league. So you end up getting a ranking in each of these individual ones, and then you get a ranking overall. But these could certainly be played outside of that Uh, set up as well and individually as for a strategy for this one uh i mean you you really you have to hit the quarterbacks Mm. that's important uh the only time so if you can get a quarterback that's a wild card that plays in the super bowl that's unbelievable i mean i think it was a couple years ago i I guess it was eli manning who you know they went on that tear and he got four games so Hitting that four-game player is huge. Now, some years that doesn't even happen. Some years, you know, both Super Bowl teams come out of the second week of the playoffs, so they only play three games. You know, hitting the right players from the Super Bowl, that's where you kind of have to start. You really have to lay out the NFL playoff bracket first, figure out the teams that are going to play the most games, and then maximize your positions at that uh, with, with those in mind, you know. You don't want to have your, your defense probably being one of your Super Bowl teams. Although I think somebody did really well a couple of years ago with the Seahawks. Uh, they had a great defensive game.
0: Yeah, if they, if they make the run. Oh, yeah, when they played the Broncos, and the, like, the first offensive play for the Broncos was that safety. Yeah, um, yeah I, would, I would imagine that it would be quite easy to figure out people's Super Bowl picks by looking at their quarterback selections in this style.
1: Yeah, I mean, one of the few exceptions is when you get like a running back, like David Johnson, or you know Le'Veon Bell, something like that—a guy that outscores quarterbacks regularly. Yeah. But
0: yeah, a, a big stud at one of the other positions. But yeah, I think I I would lean towards the quarterbacks myself there, just by looking at this for the first time. All right, so let's go over and go over into the second style. It is the weekly without elimination. I call it save it for the big game.
1: <laughs> um, I like that.
0: It's the QB, two running back, two receivers, a tight end, and the defense. So again, the hatred for kickers continues. Uh, you can use a player as many times as his position is listed. So the QB, the tight end, and the defense, you can only use that player one time. Uh, the running back and receivers, being the opening roster starts with two each, you can use those players two times. So a, we'll just use a David Johnson or Le'Veon Bell again. You could use them for two weeks, I'm assuming, and a quarterback – Let's just use Tom Brady. You could only use Tom Brady once. So if you are of the belief that the Patriots would make the Super Bowl, you should probably hold off on using Tom Brady until that game. Am I correct?
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I This one, I would think that's probably how it goes. This one's a little more uh, flexible because you have to use two running backs. You have to use two wide receivers. I maybe it's a little more inflexible. I don't know. Uh, it's a little more variable in which positions end up becoming the most important. Since you're only using one quarterback, uh, you can end up kind of. It's tough to say streamer because none of the quarterbacks in play on playoff teams are considered streamers. But you can go with kind of a lower risk or a, a lower floor quarterback which will allow you to play those other positions that require two of them. So that this one presents that little bit of a different challenge, but yeah, again, quarterback in the Super Bowl, uh, you know, that's, that's where the spotlight is hitting. That's important.
0: Yeah. In my, in my little notes here, I said, uh, I, I wanted to pose a question. Do you think it's better to use a a player that you might believe is on a losing team, but might, might end up in a shootout? Like, um, Let's just say the Colts and Pats ended up in a, in a playoff game together and you just think they're just going to Luck and Brady are just going to go out there and sling the ball around where you think the Colts will lose. I throw T.Y. Hilton in and hopefully he puts up a big day because can't use him after he loses anyways.
1: Yeah, your, your ideal setup here is to basically play every player that gets eliminated from the NFL playoffs. Uh, that keeps your player pool open for the next week. And with this one, what you there's going to be some interesting lineups in Super Bowl week. Uh, it's going to be tough to it's going to be tough to really go for the win because you got to rack up points throughout the playoffs. So if you think about it, the Super Bowl is going to end up being two good teams, which means you're not really going to have a great shootout. That doesn't happen as often as we'd all like. You don't see, you know, you don't usually see like a sixty point over under in the Super Bowl so uh you're you're, you know targeting that game trying to think about who's going to be the best there you do want to save that like you said for the big game but you have to get there as well you can't you can't be saving everything for the super bowl to the point where you miss out if there is a shootout in the wild card round because you were saving that player for the super bowl and then everybody else gets those points i i mean there's The strategy to win this, I don't know. (laughs) I I, I should say, I've never ever won any playoff version of ever. Ever. I've never won one. I don't think I've won a dollar in playoff fantasy football.
0: I I think you make a very good point because you're more prone to see the bigger shootouts or the more lopsided games early on in the playoffs where you can cash in necessarily like you go and get that stud quarterback and it's you know that stud uh, wide receiver and running back combo early collect all these points and despite the fact that you may be starting you know like a backup quarterback comes super bowl time and just like oh if it gets out of hand maybe i'll get a point or two because a garbage time or something um you may have a lead that's insurmountable by that point so definitely all kinds of different routes to take So, yeah, I think this will be a lot of fun to see how many people go different routes and and all that. So, let's take a look at this. Let let me
1: touch on that. You said uh, root for the root for, you know, it'll get out of hand. And I I, I specifically put that in the rules (laughs) that, uh, (laughs) hey, if you've used both quarterbacks by the time you get to the Super Bowl, you're going to pick a backup and you root for mop up time because you never root for an injury. Yeah. Yeah. Just bad juju. (laughs) So, you, you literally there. There will be people that have already used both Super Bowl quarterbacks, and they are submitting a backup. And you know that's that's interesting. That 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 ends up being what happens. And you know you you then, might be a might have a huge enough lead that nobody can catch you, but you're going to be sweating on Super Bowl Sunday.
0: Yeah, you're just going to be watching that that gap close and close and close, and hoping that you have enough that it doesn't completely close. So yep. The third version of these leagues is, is pretty similar to the second version we just discussed. It's QB, two running back, two wide receiver, uh, tight end in the defense. Each player can only be used one time, though.
1: And then what's the extra little spinoff on this one? So this one, uh, this is the, the way I varied it for my Empire and Supremacy leagues, because those every point matters, uh, you know, all the way from getting first place in one form down to getting second last place, getting, you end up scoring points based on where you finish. So I have a little bit more leeway and being able to make like, you know, 10th place is important. (laughs) 10th place is better than 11th. You need to get as many points and fight for every single point you can possibly get. So in the way I, I took, I took this playoff format from one where basically like, It's very similar to that one we just talked about. But if you scored in the bottom half, you get eliminated. Um, So obviously getting eliminated sucks. So you have to to use players up to not get eliminated. You want to advance each week. Of course, if you use players to advance, you don't get to use them again. So there's a lot of thought that has to go into this one. You don't want to be last. But honestly, in the early weeks, you probably don't want to be like the highest scoring team unless you're the highest scoring team that hit on, you know, really unlikely players. And in this one, with it only being each player once, if you pick the NFL playoffs poorly, you are going to really limit your stealth because you're going to try and save. you, You might try and save a player for like the second round. And if you do that for a few of the wrong teams, you've eliminated a lot. you probably eliminated yourself. So with this one, with the way it works in supremacy, uh, after the first week, the top eight scores advance. So that that particular league is a 14-team league. So then the, the bottom six get put into a second tier where they will actually compete for, you know, the last six point value spots. After week two, the tier split, the... The top tier splits again. The bottom stays where it is. They're still fighting for the bottom. But then that top tier splits again into two tiers of four. So then the bottom four out of that compete for you know the next bottom four spots. And then after the week three, the top two advance to the Super Bowl. So to win this, you are really going to have to be on your game. This is going to be the most complicated form. Um, it's going to be a true challenge. But – I think it'll be interesting to see. This will be the first year I've done this one. I think it's going to be interesting to see how people try to advance but still win later because you still need to win later as well. It, it's going to be a challenge. And
0: honestly, when I first read through this and I looked at that uh, the little graph you had out with all the little red arrows on it, it <laughs> does. It does for half a second. You're like, what, what does all this mean? But when you really sit down and think about it, this is going to be so much fun. I look forward to this one so much because, like yeah. you said, um, the way I I originally thought, my original thought was maybe the best idea is to just squeak by each week, like be like number seven week one. So you go, you know, you advance, but you probably didn't burn off all the studs. And yeah. then week two, maybe be like you know, three or four out of those top four that that, that need to uh yeah, the cutoff line there is four to advance to week three. That way, come the the last two weeks, you can just load up with studs if you pick the playoff games right. But you made a great point that if you, week one of the playoffs, miss on three of the four games, pick the wrong team. You're in trouble. You're, you're in a lot of trouble because yeah. you just used guys that are in week two and you can't use them again. So then that limits your player pool for that week, and your chances of advancing and hitting on the top scores are really lessened. Um, I really, yeah, this, this third version really has me excited. I really, really like the elimination version. And like you said, every spot counts from 1 to 12, no matter where you finish, that, it all counts. So every week you are competing. So even if you lose... Week one, you're in the bottom six, you're then competing to go to tier three or tier four. You want to get into tier three because tier three allows you to finish anywhere from ninth to twelfth. And you'd much rather be ninth. that that helps your overall score. So every week, I think guys are gonna be trying everything they can to 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 put up these big numbers and things like that. And I think uh, in this one, we're gonna see really big scores in week one, and we're going to see really big scores in week four. It's just going to be on opposite ends. The big scores in week one are going to be the guys that finish in the top part, and the big scores late are going to be guys that finish on the back end, and it just – because they still had those players available. Just sadly, they're playing for for like 10th place, where these guys that are playing for first and second are going to have some iffy lineups, I think, because they used up all the top scores.
1: It's, it's, it's going to be wild. Yeah, so I guess I should have said, so the first two forms that we discussed, those points are cumulative throughout the entire NFL playoffs. You know, the, from round one all the way through the Super Bowl, the, your total points in the, all four weeks is what wins you those. And in this third form, each week is its own week. So you never have to be first until the final week to win the entire thing but you have to balance trying to not be first to save that that first uh, that that win for the final super bowl week and you're right i mean once you the people that get to that top 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 tier uh, there's two people are going to be playing against each other in the super bowl it's going to their their lineups i can't imagine them coming out with the same lineups you know if if ties happen in this basically the points for the the supremacy or whatever points go along with it just gets split. But I don't think we're going to have to worry about that because I think the lineup variations that are going to be used in this are going to be so strange. So strange. I've done done playoff fantasy stuff before where like I've done drafts and you draft players and – I don't find those quite as intriguing. They're okay. I'm, I got nothing to knock those. I mean, those. I, we didn't really talk about that type of format a lot because I think everybody understands that. But I've seen so many times where basically you're watching Super Bowl Sunday and you're rooting for like a punt return. And I mean, it's just you're not getting a lot of scores. I, I think we're still going to have options to avoid that doing this. I'm not sure because this this particular form – uh, is kind of a, a new little animal that I varied I off of some other stuff. So hopefully, it, hopefully it works out that people still have a lineup that'll have you know at least one or two good players by Super Bowl Sunday. So
0: yeah, but somebody's gonna have like a second string tight end or a number four wide receiver that's gonna be on yeah. the field for four or five snaps at most. Oh, yeah, there's time. there's gonna be those teams out there for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, and- you're going
1: to have to set a whole lineup based off of two teams. So, I mean, even if even if you pick, even if you've nailed the Super Bowl teams and you don't use one player from those teams and you make it all the way to the final week, you're still only picking a quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers. So, you're, you know, even if you go all, even if you can somehow manage to do that and go all studs, you know, there's still other players in that game that might be, You know, coming off coming out of nowhere and scoring that Super Bowl touchdown, and the tilt will be unreal (laughs) if that happens.
0: Yeah, and I I like like this format especially because it rewards mediocrity. If you can just be middle of the pack, you can probably get yourself at least deep into this, and then it you know it's who can set up those last week or last two week great lineups. So, yeah,
1: Um, that it's similar to the eliminator that I ran this year that. And it ended up being a lot of fun. Uh, It was where just every single week the last team got eliminated altogether. So, you know, just always try – sweating out not being last sometimes gets just as scary as if you're going for first place in something. Uh, It was very – a guy gets hurt in the middle of a game for you. All of a sudden, you're really getting worried about getting last place.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It is It is interesting where you can be watching a game or watching a stat line. It might be 10 more yards. Just give me 10 more yards. Give me two more catches, <laughs> something. So I can get to a total of 86 and be second to last. Yep. And you get the same feeling as if you're like two more catches and I'm going to win this matchup. Um, yeah, it doesn't really matter. Competition's competition. If you're playing for last or if you're playing for first, as long as you win your little... You're, you know, you're a little head to head. That's all that matters,
1: I think. That, that's it. Survive and advance in this one.
0: So, you got anything else you want to go over before I hit you with some of these questions?
1: Uh, I don't think so. I just, if people have never tried any type of a um, NFL playoff fantasy format, uh, you know, give it a shot. CB, I think it's, or NFL, NFL.com. I mean, they run one where, you know, you pick players and they have a multiplier as you advance. If you get a play like a guy for like a third week, he gets multiplied. His points get multiplied because you picked right and stuff like that. Do, do anything. Anything. Do any kind of fantasy football that you can do in the playoffs. Like I said, I've only been playing it now for, you know, oh geez, I guess it's probably been four or five years now. But it really has changed what I, how I enjoy the NFL playoffs. It sucked when fantasy football just ended. And all of a sudden, like, I'm watching football and – I don't have uh, that kind of investment, emotional investment, of course. We'll call it. Um, You know, it's play, try something, play anything, just to test it. A lot of people knock playoff fantasy football just because it's not as uh, it's it is a different field. Well,
0: well, only twelve teams make it, so uh, there the majority of people's teams don't make the playoffs. Like, you know, why am I going to watch? Or yeah, I don't know. Um, actually, I know MFL just put out a blast, uh, I guess over this last week. They are having all kinds of different style playoff formats that you can come up with. And I believe they're free, as a matter of fact. So I was kind of on the fence about it. And then when we started discussing doing this episode and I got sent some of these formats, <laughs> I was like, Yeah, I'm definitely doing something. So um, some yeah, of the guys pretty- in some of my leagues, I'll be setting some of these up and we'll be trying them out. Uh, I'll be doing some scouting for next year's supremacy leagues playoffs. So,
1: yeah, oh, oh. Uh, you're you're welcome to jump in. I I am using my fantasy league, L- okay. love them, love them. I've always in the past I've used these and just done like an Excel sheet. Uh, the unfortunate thing with that is nothing's blinded. Everybody can see, you know, everybody can see the lineups. Mm-hmm. So i have you know, it's never been anything super important, and everybody went into it knowing that. And I've played in ones where you can submit multiple lineups. So it doesn't re- – it didn't really matter, um, you know, if everybody saw who everybody else had. The nice thing is my fantasy league now, the lineups will be blinded, you know, until they're revealed at kickoff. So yep. nobody's nobody's going to know. So there's going to be an extra little, ooh, okay, so this guy is, you know, 20 points ahead of me, and i got to catch him. He hasn't played this wide receiver yet. Do I try and keep pace with him by playing that wide receiver? Do I yeah. fade that wide receiver and then hope he tanks? It brings in a small little aspect of you know that that DFS trying to uh, you know catch catch somebody who you think they're gonna play, and uh, I think that's gonna be intriguing as well. So definitely use my fantasy league. This is the first year I'll be using them for these. And when I went on there, super easy to set up. I was I was shocked. I, I was really hopeful that I could customize it. To fit these formats, and sure enough, I could. Uh, it's it's awesome. on there. Go awesome. on there and set anything up. Play something in the playoffs. Do something to just uh, add that extra fantasy fun.
0: Yeah, I uh I definitely afford to doing these next year, and like I said, I'll be setting a couple of these up this year, so I can try some different strategies out and see what I think I like best. I guess not what works best because. Uh, there's a million different ways to do these. I think. I think you could win one of these in a million different ways. And like you said, it's it's DFS with like a a short long term window. If you know what I mean, yeah. like it's <laughs> it's like a four week window. So it's not short short term. So it's not just this week, but it's not necessarily long term either. So you're you're setting a DFS lineup with like a four week spread. Uh, that's it, all you need to worry about. So that's it's different than DFS. It's different than season long it's a combination of the two and and it's you've set it up in a way that there's a million different ways to do this. So, uh, with that being said, I have a couple questions here for you. And the first one is obviously you are, in my opinion, very innovative when it comes to fantasy football.
1: I I appreciate that term. That's (laughs) there's other terms people use at times.
0: (laughs) Crazy, insane, uh, (laughs) over the top. Um, You always seem to be trying to brew up a new idea, a new format, a new way of doing things. And I think you're finding a lot of success in this. And I'd, I'd just like to know, if it wasn't fantasy football, or just fantasy games, period, because you know, if it wasn't fantasy football, maybe it'd be basketball or whatever, but if it wasn't fantasy gaming, what would you be dumping all this time, attention, and effort into, do you think?
1: Oh, dear Lord, I have no idea. I, I maybe I'd be, I'd probably be in better shape. Uh, there you go. I'd probably be healthier cause maybe I should, although I, unfortunately I think about these things while, while I do work out. So, um, but I, I guess I'd do that more. I, <laughs> I don't know. Cause I do the majority of it. I, my brain doesn't stop like while I'm at work, it mm-hmm. doesn't stop thinking fantasy stuff. So I don't really turn it off there. Um, I, the majority of when I do the actual like work, work for fantasy football setting things up i do all that when my wife and kids are at school so i i can't even say like it would give more time into the family because i try not to take time away from that to do this kind of stuff um i don't know i guess i'd have to find a hobby (laughs) this is my hobby uh well there are definitely
0: worse hobbies to have there are definitely worse addictions to have out there I
1: probably p- play a lot more online poker. I, I used to play that a lot. I don't play that as often anymore because now I spend my time doing stuff like this. So it would probably it would probably transfer back into that uh, hobby.
0: I find that there are a ton of poker players or poker enthusiasts that also really get into fantasy football for a million different reasons. And I think it's, you get a lot of that same, you got a big hand, you know, you get it down to just you and one other guy at the table heads up and you're going after a big pot and you get a little bit of a rush. I think a lot of us find that same rush. It's just spread out over 16, 17 weeks
1: and it's fun. Big time. I, yeah, hmm. I mean, there's, it it translates. So, well. I mean, DFS is like a one-to-one correlation, Yeah, but even like you said, season long, I mean, when you're sitting in, you know, if you play like a, you know, a quick sit and go and it takes an hour, you're really probably only having action for 15 to 20 minutes of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the season long fantasy football, there's plenty of weeks that are a, uh, a, you know, you get a hand that's like a 5'10". <laughs> and I'm just folding this week, but I'm going to hope to win next week, move on and get to the end when all of a sudden those pots get big and, there's action every hand, everything's important all of a sudden.
0: Yeah, if you if your draft uh, didn't work out and you end up with a uh, you know, let's say a six-four offsuit, make a couple of trades, a couple waiver wire pickups, and you go into the playoffs with, you know, a pair of queens. And you just yeah. see what you see what you can get. <laughs> so um, and then my next question for you. You are in the Cincinnati area, and I know that there has been an age old debate. And you are going to finally f- – you, you are going to be the definitive answer so everybody knows exactly what the truth is. And Skyline. What- oh, my God. He picked it. Skyline. You're it really? Skyline <laughs> or
1: Camp Washington? Uh, Skyline's the best.
0: Yeah? Okay. I personally I mean, never like, had like, Skyline like yet. Camp,
1: like Camp Washington. If you're going to go – I mean, th- that's a different category because mm-hmm. if you're going like small – chili parlor uh-huh. <laughs> if you're going small those are those are all different because those are unique they're di- they're you get you know that's they each different. have their
0: own little yeah. twist on it okay but if
1: you're going skyline versus gold star it's skyline it's okay skyline. I, I, I i don't turn down gold star <laughs> but if i if i choose we're going skyline okay that's that's just better
0: i have i i have always on oh, cooking shows and travel shows I have always heard about the great Cincinnati chili debates, <laughs> and I have a couple friends that live in the area from the service, and I've asked them, and they seem to be back and forth. You know, some say Gold Star, some say Skyline. Um, people, you know, lovingly give each other little jabs over it. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to ask you, and and you will now be my definitive answer. So, <laughs> going forward, if anybody were to ask me what the greatest chili in Cincinnati is the answer is Skyline, so
1: yeah. And there there's people that take hard stances on that. I don't take a hard stance. I will eat either. I can tell you that Gold Star has kids eat free on Tuesdays, and Skyline has it on Wednesdays. There is a time that's a factor if we're going out to eat if it's a Tuesday, depending on we're what day. Going we yep. go Star. <laughs> if it's Wednesday, we're going to Skyline. We got three oh. kids. That makes a difference. Oh so yeah. So it's not that far apart for me. But there are some people who will not step and a gold star if they're a skyline person and same <laughs> is true the other way if they're a oh. gold star person they will not step in the skyline i don't get it it's all good
0: <laughs> it's gang affiliations almost that's crazy so yeah um john again i wanted to i wanted to thank you for letting me come on and uh, i had a lot of fun with this i look forward to playing in these and like i said i'm going to be setting a couple of these up myself so before i hand this back over to john i am tim keller I am a co-host on the Dynasty Happy Hour pod. You can find us over on iTunes, Stitcher, all those great platforms. And you can find me on Twitter at TimDynastyFF. Once again, John, thank you so much. Here are the keys to your ship. <laughs> Take it back, sir.
1: I appreciate you coming on. I know you did it for completely selfish reasons to scout these playoff leagues for, for next year. So I, I, I'm glad that that worked out now. I you didn't do it for selfish reasons. You would talk fantasy football even if we weren't recording. I know that for sure. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> but I appreciate it. And uh you are a future guest on this podcast because we are going to talk about your college fantasy football leagues. I really I I watch a little bit college football. I've watched more this year as I've started to get heavier into dynasty and things like Devi. Uh now I kind of have an interest in college football way more than I did before and. I'm probably not far from wanting to make that even more intriguing as well. So, we got to have you back to talk about your your uh, college football fantasy leagues that you do.
0: I, I look forward to that very much. And yeah, if you'd have told me eh, ten years ago that I'd be watching a Utah State versus New Mexico <laughs> game on a Saturday evening and just really getting into it and digging in because I have a player from one of those teams on a on a fantasy team, a college, I just I would have never believed it. But. um we we share the same addiction and uh like i said yeah, there's worse things to be addicted to so i look I, I look forward to to talking about some other fantasy football things with you and and going forward man
1: that is degeneracy so <laughs> yeah. but uh i appreciate you coming on here uh as he said you know listen to him listen to the happy hour you can tune chris and tyler out just listen. no i'm, kid- I'm no, kidding, but no, really you know great. I, yeah you know i like that you know i like those guys so that's that's one of my favorite shows Uh, Everybody should be listening and enjoying. As for me, you can interact with me. I'm at Empire FFL. I appreciate you listening to this, and I hope that you give playoff fantasy football a shot. Give it a shot. You'll you'll have fun with it. Go for it and enjoy the insanity. Thanks a lot. Are we going under? What did I do wrong? I thought we had it sorted at the end of day. Maybe I'm just stupid. But we try it again?